Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacetis, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I am pumped for you to meet this amazing woman who I have on the podcast today. Her name is Tammy Price, and if you know Tammy, you know how much of an encourager, how much of a light, how much of just truly an amazing person Tammy is. Tammy is one of those people, and first of all, she remembers your name, she remembers the important details about you, and she makes it a point to look you in the eye, smile, and ask about it, which is huge, because how many times have we met people and like that hasn't been the case, but Tammy is somebody who embodies that. She cares so much about other people. She cares about seeing other people to succeed, and she's willing to go the extra mile in order to help them get what they truly need in life. And it is just one of the many amazing things about Tammy. So I'm so excited for you to meet Tammy on a personal level. And like, that's literally just personal. On a business level, what she does for an income is she is a cash coach. Now tell me, that does not sound like the coolest thing ever. Like, hello? What she does is she helps people with their mindset around money. She helps them with investing. She helps them with consumer and business debt and learning how to get out of some of those like maybe contracts or different things that like you have a timeshare that you don't want to be in. Okay. So I'm so excited for you to meet Tammy and for you to get to know a little bit about her. She's had 26 years on the debt and finance side of things, and she is just a wealth of knowledge. So welcome, Tammy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so good to be here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you've had 26 years in like the debt and finance industry inside of things. So tell me a little bit, like, how does one even get into that? Oh, that's funny. Um, I was working at Wendy's back in high school days and my girlfriend was working for Discover Card and she calls me, she goes, Tammy, you got to come over here. You would be so good at this. So I was like, uh, okay. So I started learning about credit being a debt collector for Discover Card. I did not know that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. And it was, it was funny. Cause like we there back when I went through training, there's four weeks of training and you would go out onto the floor and you would start in early out collection. So like 30, 30 to 60 days past due on a credit card bill. And before, like within my first month, my coworkers were coming to me, asking me to help them close their people on paying their bill or overcoming objections or whatever. And it was just like, okay, so this is cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what, like, do you feel like made you so good at that? Because I think that if majority of people got into it, they'd be like, what? So how are you so good? Like one month in? I, I have no idea (laughs) to this day. I'm like, oh, that's, 
but it's different. I think it's just, I don't know, the ability of really connecting with people and understanding where they're coming from and then being able to advocate for whether it's a company you represent or the person you're on the phone with to really come alongside them and help them see how to adjust maybe some things in their finances so that they can afford whatever it is or shift some things around to make other things happen for them. Yeah. Could you give us an example about that? Because I think that that can apply to a lot of different things because you said coming alongside somebody. So could you give me an example of like how you do that? So I have a recent example of someone who was actually looking at a lawsuit. And so it was like, okay, I needed to reach out to the organization that was threatening the lawsuit. But I also needed to, I needed to make sure I clearly communicated to that organization, the intention of the person I was representing, but then also make sure I was representing the person the right way, figuring out what they wanted, what was their end goal in in the um, situation, and then also figuring out what the end desire was of the institution that was threatening suit. And so being able to come alongside both parties and get the end resolution that they both were looking for is the key. So in that, it's like having a mutually beneficial relationship is kind of what I'm hearing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Because I think that so many times we go into conversations and like as humans, we are egotistical and like naturally we just think about ourselves. And so if you can go into it of like, hey, what are, what's a way for both people to get what they want? Oh my gosh, that can be used in so many different situations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you feel like it's like what a lot of what you do is like negotiations? It's more, it's kind of like find the need, fill it. There's a certain, there's a percentage of it that yes, it's negotiations. Yes, because I've had 20 years of debt collection experience. I know the questions to ask. I also know that when you fire back at me with a threat of a lawsuit, I also know what the legal parameters are around you doing that and how to hold you to those parameters. And when you're dealing business to business, it's a whole different ballgame because businesses can cross a lot of lines that individual personal debt cannot. So like, because I have experience in both, it's like, okay, you really can't mess with me. If I'm representing Mary, for example, if I'm representing you, it's like, they're not going to get one over on you because I know my stuff. And so it's, it's really, it's taking that to the next level of just, okay, I, I know what you can do and I know what you can't do. But then on the flip side, I'm going to take whoever I represent and really understand their payment situation, really understand what they can and cannot do. Are they looking for a settlement? Are they looking just to get their credit updated, showing a pay, paying status? Are they looking just for a payment plan they can actually afford? So I go through all of that stuff first so that when I go and I, I negotiate on your behalf, you get what you want. That's huge. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I think one of the things that you said that stood out to me was like knowing your legal like parameters, like knowing where you are. And I think that too, it's not just like legal, but it's in every aspect of your life of being able to know like, Hey, what can you do? And what can't you do? And when you are an expert in your industry, then that becomes simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, People could spend hours upon hours upon hours trying to find what their rights are or trying to find the perfect way to dispute something or trying to find the perfect letter they need to try and get out of a timeshare contract. 
And the truth is, it's like, you don't know what you don't know. So therefore you're going to spend a lot of time. And my question is how much is your time worth? Whether it's you're a mom staying at home and you're watching your kids or you have to have a sitter or have your oldest kid watch the other kids. So you can spend that, take that time away to in, like research all this stuff. Or do you bring in an expert who can cut out all that learning curve for you, get right to the root of it and get it done for you, which frees you up to have that time as that stay at home mom or that business owner or that student or whatever, you know, whatever you've got going on. So, yeah. Gosh, it's the who, not the how. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like, I can learn about like debt and credit bureau and all of that. It is like, I'm a very smart person. Every single person listening to this, you are extremely intelligent. However, I have no desire to learn it. I'm like, Tammy, you know, (laughs) like what, what does this look like? Okay. Because again, not only just your time, but your mental energy that goes into trying to figure that out is huge. So yeah, you're, you're a who for uh, a lot of people's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you read that book? I have. I'm, I'm like, I think maybe 26 minutes from being done. It's an incredible wow. book. So good. Oh my gosh. That book is so good. If y'all haven't read that book, like mm-hmm. highly, highly, highly recommend. Yes. Yeah. It's good. It okay. You talked about when people would threaten a lawsuit. Oh yeah. If somebody threatened a lawsuit for me, like I would be terrified. Did, was there ever a point where you were scared or? So the people I was representing, this was kind of unique because it was a business debt, which meant they absolutely could do that. Whereas if it's a personal debt, they absolutely cannot threaten a lawsuit unless they actually plan to take action. There, there's a group of laws called FDCPA, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which helps a consumer know what their rights are. They're on the federal level, but then they're also on a state level. So there are certain states that have laws that are even strict, more strict than what's in um, the federal laws. So like when you know those, it's like if somebody's calling you or they're calling your work and they're like, hey, so-and-so owes this debt, that's not allowed either. If it's a personal debt not allowed. Yet there are companies that do it. And it's like, wow, they could be fined. They could be sued, all the things, but the consumer doesn't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah. So I know, I know those things. I understand those things. And that plays into how well something can be negotiated or payment plan, or even just, you know, even like, so my people that I work with, it's like, okay, Either you don't have the time or you are someone who, you know, you have the self-awareness that you are easily manipulated or you're easily threatened. And that's where I, I do this thing. I do all the legwork for you, but then there are other people I work with where it's like, no, you're not easily um, manipulated or intimidated. You just need to know what to say. So I come along those side, those people, and I, and I help them with what to say and, and the questions to ask and things like that. And then there are people who are just like, no, we just want to communicate by letters. Great. I have letters for you, uh, customized to your situation. Let's make it as easy as possible for you so that you're not wrapped up in Google land for hours upon hours. (laughs) University of Google is great, but it hit the point (laughs) where it's like, you get on page three of YouTube and Google and it's like, call somebody like 
you should not be there. That is where there's like an SEO joke of like, where do you hide a dead body? It's like page three of Google. Like if you made it to page three of Google. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. So if you are like struggling with like, you know, any of this dead aspect, call Tammy because she has all of the letters and the knowledge and the scripts for you. Like get out of the Google scroll hole. That's so funny. Oh, I love it. Okay. I want to transition a little bit because you, as a cash coach and what you do, you talk about mindset around money, investing and consumer and business debt. So you talked about the debt aspect, which I know has a grip on so many people. Let's talk about something a little bit more fun. So like mindset around money, what are some ways that you get to coach people or actually what are some of the um, things that you see for people that come up with their mindset around money? Just the belief. So like, I am sure there is somebody who is listening to this where maybe you grew up and money was very scarce. And there are other people listening to this where it's like, you got constantly told, no, we can't afford that right now. No, all you get is two shirts for the school year. That's all you get. And they're coming from goodwill. Then there are other people where it's like they were brought up differently and money seemed to be everywhere. But then they realized when they got out of college or they got out of high school and they were on their own, oh no, money is not everywhere. So it's really working with people to help them have that, the, the beliefs that are going to be better beneficial for them so that they automatically see different results in their the areas of money. And this bleeds into so many other areas too, but specifically for the sake of this conversation, it's money. Because mm, yeah. again, when you've been living a certain reality of money as scarce, you're going to treat it very scarcely. Or you're going to do the opposite. You're going to rebel and overspend. So if, like, I can help you get out of debt. I can help you settle the things. But the worst thing I see happen is people will sign up and they'll go through all that with me and we'll get everything done. Six months to 18 months later, they're back in debt. Yeah. And there's nothing more frustrating to me than to see that kind of cycle happen. Mm -hmm. You work too hard for your money. You have too many things that you are able to do if you did not have the threat of debt collections or bills or being past due, or even the fear or the lie that you're too stupid to learn how to invest, or you're too slow, you're too late. And those are all fears that trip people up. And it's not, when I work with people, it's not one-on-one, -on -one. it's who do you represent? Because you may be a parent, which means you represent your future generations. You may be a sibling, which means you also have impact over your brothers and your sisters to break through those habits and be that example for that family to have that shift. So it's much more than just you. There's people attached to you. Yeah. If you can't do it for yourself, who can you do it for? Right. Right. And some people are all about focusing on other people. Great. Let's use that to your advantage and help those people by helping yourself. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. So for the person who has the awareness that maybe they go into that cycle of like overspending, or they have a very scarcity mindset, they get out of debt and then go like straight back into debt within the next two years. What would be like the first step for somebody who feels like they're in that place? Such a good question. I love that. 
oh, you're so good at this. I would tell them to get clinical, look at the bank statement and figure out what it is you really can afford. Cause your brain is going to tell you, oh yeah, no, this is, this is what's been going on. This is my experience, but your paperwork, your bank statements, your spending habits are going to show you something. Sometimes it's different than what you thought. Mm -hmm. So you go through and you give yourself an audit. You figure out, okay, if the goal is paying off debt, what can you really afford? Instead of you pick up the phone and the debt collector's on the other end going, I need $500. And you're like, okay, okay. And you cave weak or you're like, no, I can't afford anything. And then, you know, the conversation escalates. Know your numbers would be your first step. Mm -hmm. Know your numbers. Because that's going to help in terms of the area of starting to understand what you can really do. And that's where, that's where it all begins. Know your numbers. I love that. I think that sometimes, you know, I've had the thought before, like when I was paying off my student loans and my car and my credit card was like, that's simple. I need something more. It's like, no, that's literally the first step. <laughs> it really is. It, it, and it's like, that's the first thing when someone, when someone does a discovery call with me, it's like, okay, the discovery call is not to sell you squat. The discovery calls see if you really need me, if I'm really going to benefit you, because I don't work with people unless I can see you get across the finish line for what you want. It has to be mutually beneficial. The benefit for me is seeing you cross the finish line for your goal. The benefit for you is whatever that end goal is. So it's like, I'm always going to ask these questions and I can't help myself. You might end up experiencing a little bit of coaching on that call to help you because it's like, I want you to cross that finish line, whether you end up working with me or not. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is so cool about you is one, you're a really good coach and you ask really good questions that are thought provoking. And it'll be like, you'll ask me questions, not even in a coaching situation, but just, you'll ask me questions and you have the coaching knowledge. It'll be like two days later. And I'm like, I'm still thinking about the question. <laughs> that was a really good question. And like going through, okay, like the, the different layers of all of it. Yeah. So I think that that's amazing. And I want to share something that you said before we actually started recording this call that I think is going to help a lot of people, because as you know, a lot of my audience is business owners. A lot of them are high ticket coaches. A lot of them do discovery calls. And what Tammy said is she was like discovery calls, sales calls, console calls, whatever you want to call it. Basically the same thing of figuring out if you're a fit with somebody. She goes, it's really simple. It's either a yes or no. Yes, they're a good fit or no, they're not. And so many times we want to complicate it and like, well, maybe like we can move it this way. No, it's very simple. It's yes or no. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's amazing because it's such an easy way to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will be like, oh no, I got to convince them. They need my whatever. Well, wait a minute. Do they need it or, or do you need it? Oh, so that's another question. If you are constantly going like, oh, I need this. Yeah. Do you think that that a lot of times is a money script? that's telling the story. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Two points, Mary. <laughs> so yeah, if you can't tell people on a sales call of, hey, you are not a good fit for my program, and there may be, I would say like maybe scarcity, like a scarcity mindset of there's not going to be another client that comes to mind. Would you say that that could be something or? Absolutely. And, and I get excited when I can tell someone, no, you're not a good fit. Mm. because it means you don't have to spend that kind of money. I might direct you to some free tools on a website somewhere. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because again, I, I, I'm not here to take people's monies. I'm here to see them get the result. There's a difference in the mindset of that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it makes it, it makes it fun. You know, you're working with somebody who is right for you. If they are not afraid to tell you no, because it's not in your best interest and they're not looking out for themselves. Yeah. And the money that is exchanged, if it is like a, you know, business relationship, it's an exchange of energy. It's value for value. So like you get the value of more time, less stress, like more ideas, creative creativity, whatever it is that you are getting coached on. And now the coach gets the value of getting to pay for groceries or getting to take their kid to Disney world or getting whatever it is you to buy something that they want, invest it. So there's value that's exchanged. That's all it is. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Okay. I want to go over investing as well. So for the person who says, let's go with, I'm too late. Like it's too late for me to invest. I've waited too long. What are some, what's some advice that you have for this person? Ooh, I would ask what leads you to believe that it's too late. Who told you it was too late? Of course people thought it was too late back when there were real estate booms and people thought it was too late back when Bitcoin was a dollar. And I have friends who have made $263,000 in a year recently. So I would ask you who told you it was too late? And is that voice telling you it's too late? Somebody who is a multi-billionaire? If it is not coming from said multi-billionaire, I would tell that voice to take a hike. Mm-hmm. Find people who have what you want and listen to them. So if the person who's telling you that it's too late, they have the result and the life and everything that you want. Perfect. That sounds like the perfect person for you to listen to if you want what they have. If it's not then like there's billions of people on this planet. Like maybe you can find a different voice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So for this person who's like, the thought of investing sounds scary, sounds scary and hard. And maybe they have a tape of like a family member who got like had a bad experience with investing or like they just, there's some, you know, mindset work around it. But the thought that they're believing is that investing is scary and it's hard. What would be the first step for this person? I would ask that person, what else have they ever done in life that was scary and hard? And I have this on my Facebook. I did a post yesterday about a baby learning to crawl and think about this. When you first learn to crawl, is it like you pop right up and you're running around and doing jumping jacks and stuff? Or do you fall down a couple times? And is it okay to fall down a couple times? Because you keep learning and you collect new information each time you fall. And if your focus is, oh crap, I fell, you're going to miss the learning opportunity. But if you focus on, oh, okay, if I just get this knee right there, And if I position this hand just right, oh, wait, there's a chair. I can grab onto the chair even easier, right? And so you learn through your failures, but you don't let your failures stop you. And you realize that it is okay to bring in the chair. And maybe that chair is a representation of a mentor, a coach, an instructor, somebody who can help guide you as you learn how to stand. 
the visual that I got, and I love that you even brought up the chair of like, hey, who is that a mentor, a guidance? Because the visual that I got was, and your son's a couple of years old. So you like semi-recently went through this of him walking, but majority of the time where either you or your husband around your son when he was trying to like walk. Were we? We, okay. But like, there was a lot of times where like, Hey, especially at the beginning, like you would help him or you would Mm -hmm. hold his hands while he would walk. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we would encourage him. That's the biggest thing. When you're going through something you don't know, or you don't fully understand, it's really important to find the right positive encouragement, not butt kissers, but actual encouragers who will encourage and lift you up and motivate you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, community is everything. So important. Yeah. Even having other people who maybe are a couple steps in front of you, but they're peers, they're equals. They're like, hey, I'm learning this too. We're both learning from the same mentor, being able to have that community aspect, mm-hmm. being able to have an accountability buddy of like, hey, did you learn this new skill today? Hey, did you yes. invest in this new skill in this way? It's yes. like, oh, hey, like I'm listening to my mentor today. And so being able to use it, you have so many of these tools. Yes. So maybe investing for you looks like crypto or maybe it looks like stocks or maybe it looks like real estate or maybe it's like you know passive income and business. Like there's so many different ways to invest mm-hmm. and I haven't named a lot of them, mm-hmm. but you have an option. Yeah, so many options. And that can also be scary too. When you have too many options, oh my gosh, which one do I go with? There are people who literally will shut down if there's more than five options. Mm -hmm. And you're listening to one of them. Hi. (laughs) So it's like, it's a no brainer. Why wouldn't you find someone who has the results you're looking for and the lifestyle that you want, not just the results, but the lifestyle so that you can really be poured into in a way that's complimentary to you. You don't mm-hmm. want to, if, if your style is, you know, like I, I want to invest in a very laid back way. Well, you're not going to go to the person that teaches day trading who is sitting on the computer and they've got five monitors in front of them looking at all the things. You're not, not going to do that. Don't do that. That sounds like stress and anxiety to me. So that's why I don't, I'm not a day trader and I don't have investments like that. <laughs> yes. It's good. I heard this a couple of weeks ago as well of like, Hey, find people who have what you want and do what they do. Yeah. But also it was think what they think. Oh, yes. Because I think that there's times where you can do the tasks that they do, but mm-hmm. what is your mindset around that? Absolutely. And, and are you believing that you will get the same results that you see whoever you're learning from get? Because mm-hmm. there, there's some people who, you know, like that law of what you get, what you put out comes back to you, sowing and reaping, whatever you want to call it. If you are coming at it with stressed out energy, freaked out mindset, oh my gosh, you know, like a, a, a stinking thinking, lacking poverty mentality mindset and you happen to close the client or close the deal, what do you get with that? What kind of energy are you bringing back to you to continue that, you know? And it's like, no, I I would much rather make sure we have the foundation right to sow the right way, to sow from a place of peace and and inner confidence and and just still waters, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
versus stress and spinning your wheels and and burning yourself out nope <laughs> i don't know about i don't know about you but i've been in that place of the stress and striving and burnt out yeah. and i'm like this sucks mm-hmm. like there's there's nothing fun about that there's nothing enjoyable about that and yes. it's like why would i no i don't want to live my life like this i get one life right yeah absolutely absolutely i love it well tammy like this all of the aspects of like money and mindset investing and like debt i am super interested in but it's also been so helpful and so exciting is there anything else that is top of mind that you would want to share or encourage people in with a topic like money which can cause so many negative feelings for a lot of people Yeah, I would ask, I would actually sit down and ask yourself, what does money mean to you? Mm. If money were a person, what kind of relationship do you have with it? Are you afraid of it? Are you highly emotional? Is it a toxic relationship? And I would, I would get crystal clear on that because if you, if you don't know the kind of relationship you have, or you, or you're feeling a certain way, then that next question is, well, why do you feel that way? Did someone tell you you had to feel that certain way about it? You know, for me, I always thought for the longest time I was too stupid to invest. Who told me that? Where did I learn that from? Right. So when you when you understand how to work through the mindsets and everything, everything shifts the perspective, even like the inner pressure you put on yourself, you it, it will all shift mm-hmm. because your awareness shifts because your your level of understanding everything changes when you change from the inside out you can have all the skills but the skills are going to take you so far if you don't have the right mindset and 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 belief to back up what you're doing that's huge mm-hmm. Tammy thank you so much for sharing all of that even like the past two things that you said, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back and like re-listen to this because it felt like a little mini coaching call and it was amazing. So thank you for the people who want to be able to connect with you. What's the best way to be able to do that? You can go to uh, my website, which is yourcashcoach.pro. I love it. And you can find me there. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. And we'll make sure that link is in the show notes so y'all can just like click it super easily and be able to connect with Tammy because she is incredible. So Tammy, thank you again for joining me today. I'm so excited and I can't wait for the breakthrough that's literally just going to come from this like 40 minute podcast episode. Thank you, Mary. And thank you for what you're doing to put people out there and just be such a connector of people and an encourager of people. You're such a light. Absolutely. Thank you. Y'all have an amazing rest of your day and we will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. 
It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.